ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Bombs Away! How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? Woo! What'd you think? You guys like it? (laughs) 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 All right. Um, So how many people, that was their first time watching it? Wow. wow. Okay, so by a round of applause, favorite movie ever now? There you go. (laughs) Nice. Um, So normally how we start the show is we give a couple stats of what you saw, and uh, we also do taglines. There's no taglines that I could find for this movie. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, so we're just going to go right into the stats. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, with a budget of $60,000... More than I've ever had. No reported gross. (laughs) With three alien zombies, one Dracula, one female vampire, two skeletons, three flying saucers, multiple explosions, four deaths, and a four on IMDb, and a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 1959's Plan 9 from Outer Space. Let's Let's drop drop some some bombs. my friend, future events such as these will affect you in the future. Turn off your electro gun! No! Then they attacked a town. A small town, I'll admit, but nevertheless a town of people. People who died. Well, let's go down and find out whose grave it is. How? By going down and finding out. You see? You see? Your stupid minds. Stupid! Stupid! That's all I'm taking from you. Get back here, you jerk! Welcome to Bombs Away, ladies and gentlemen. The only podcast recorded inside a projection booth, but also here in front of a live studio audience, which is you. Give yourself a round of applause. Yeah! This movie (laughs) is great. Oh, so you're going to be on the defensive all night? I love this movie. Okay, do tell. Unironically. <laughs> How come? Good. Why? Uh, this is what I've been hyping up this whole time that I was going to defend this movie. Yes. Uh, when it comes to Ed Wood, for me personally, um, there's, there's much worse out there. Um, this guy had no money whatsoever, and he just wanted to make movies. And that's all he wanted to do. And as we just saw, that's exactly what he did. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's basically, he is every independent film student nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but without any budget whatsoever. Yeah, I would much rather watch this than, like, Transformers 5. Well, anybody would rather watch <laughs> yeah, this than Transformers exactly. 5. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but same plot, so. <laughs> Just completely doesn't make any sense. Just reviving dead careers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to do a Wahlberg thing, but I didn't remember what I was going to say. So, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, there's some interesting things about this film uh, in the making of. Yes. And uh, there, there, there's a couple things I want to touch on here. Uh, one is that, and you saw it in the Ed Wood uh, footage that we just played, a uh, little background of it. This film, The 60,000, came from a Baptist church. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, it came from a Baptist church, 
and they felt that the original title, uh, Grave Robbers from Space, which they say in the beginning of the movie... Oh, yeah, almost as if it's like, oh, wait, um, that, uh, Chris Field, that's not the title anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we already spent money on it. Fuck it. Hey, hey, uh, 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 watch your language. There's a little one in the audience. Oh, where? We apologize. Oh, hey! hey! <laughs> What'd you think of the film? Yeah? Okay, we'll watch our mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, originally Grave Robbers from Space. The uh, the choir uh, felt, or the Baptist Church felt, it was way too like gr- um, grotesque for the title. So they said, "Why don't you just go with Plan Nine from Outer Space?" And obviously, from the clip you saw, Edward was not down with that. No, no, not at all. No. Uh, there, there's some other interesting things that I, I learned as we go into it. Uh, we, if anybody saw our lobby decorations, we made our our flying saucers with pie plates. Yes, pie it, tins. It actually turns out that's not how it went. That's a myth. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he he actually went out and got like Ertl like kits and and tried his best to at least make flying you know saucers. Yeah, except for the space boob. Yeah, <laughs> that's very clearly. <laughs> I I wanted to, I I thought it looked like a sunny side egg. No, it's like one of those um. Oh god, what's it called? It's like an eighties toy. Like a, well, not an eighties. Oh, the thing the, the you used to thing. bounce like, on. Cl- you like close your feet on it and jump on it. That's yeah, what yeah, it is. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Space booby. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the film starts out with uh, Chris Field, who was a like uh, magician, psychic, yeah, or yeah, some yeah, sort. Yeah, he had yeah, his own yeah. television show Lame-o. back then. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they called him. <laughs> Hairdo. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, I, I put it. I put it in the intro. I, I thought it was a very interesting. Th- the future future events such as this uh, uh, will have future consequences. But like, anyway, let's take it to the past. <laughs> But also, like, yeah, that's how the future works. <laughs> it's called the butterfly effect, sir. Yeah. Um, the, the opening of this is, in, is very weird because uh, you're, you're given a lot of information. You are left with less information than you came in from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, it's presented as supposed to be, like, basically the, 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 the tales that are documented from the people that experienced it. Yes, yeah. Right? It's supposed to be first hand first hand encounters of what happened, but yikes. Well, <laughs> I mean one could one could say that you could argue that what we're watching is footage that they then filmed and they're just not good at it. <laughs> it's a Blair Witch project type yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> the Blair Plan Nine from <laughs> outer space. Um so I also like, like we said, he, he says Grave Robbers from Outer Space is the title, even though we know it's Plan 9. Yeah. And then the effects on the gravestones, uh, like, uh, Bela Lugosi doesn't even get his own gravestone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, almost as if they ran out of money to do the gravestone effect. Also, like, the fade in, fade out doesn't even give a chance to, like, it's like, oh, Vampire, oh, Tor Johnson. It's yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> My, yeah. The the credits uh, I I found my new favorite thing on this is like the like billionth time I've seen this movie I love this movie um, but I just now noticed the wardrobe was done by Dick Cheney <laughs> that's the guy's name D- Dick Cheney up oh there. for real oh for real yeah 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 oh I thought <laughs> no no dead, dead serious Dick Cheney I just thought they just all didn't look good and it's because Dick Cheney can't see and he just shoots people yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here for my fitting <laughs> thought you were a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the movie continues on with uh, two pilots. And um, <laughs> anybody see this cockpit? Uh, do we have a shot of the cockpit? 
Um, this me, is. Let me ask you, Tim. You ever seen a cockpit before? Okay. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. All right. So you you have you basically have a curtain, right? You have this guy right here who's never flying. He's <laughs> he's just sitting like and looking out a window at all times. And then can you see? In the shot, what their their joysticks look like? It's just like a piece of cardboard that's sitting in front of them. <laughs> um, it's it's so ridiculous, and like their dialogue makes no difference to this film. No, like they they'll sit there and they'll have like a rapport, and Danny Danny's a creepo. <laughs> <laughs> He's just straight on hidden on stewardess before like like the shift's even over. But I love I love that scene too where he's like, hey, uh, we're gonna touch down in Albuquerque. And, like, she straight up has been prepping for him to ask her out for so long that she's like, um, look, this is what what the deal is. Albuquerque closes early. It's 4 a.m. 9 p.m. It's closed. It's bedtime. <laughs> Don't ask again, Danny. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Struck out. Anyway, how's it going? Yeah, so about Albuquerque. Um <laughs> Yeah, he straight up has a plan, but it seemed like she had a plan too. <laughs> yeah. like, like I'm fully prepared for Danny to ask me out again. If he asks me tonight, I'm gonna tell him what's up. I'm gonna <laughs> tell him the schedule of Albuquerque. She's standing on the other side of that piece of cardboard, just like, oh god, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Danny's gonna ask it today. <laughs> he just gets off the plane. If only I'd made that left turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> I can get us there faster. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Uh, at at this point, they see a, um, a spaceship. Cigar. Yeah. Well, they say it's a cigar-shaped spaceship, and I'm like, no, that's Skinwalkers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, everybody's describing it as cigar-shaped, and it's not that. No, that's the most like the weirdest. Like, what cigars have you guys seen that are shaped like a plate? <laughs> Mm, those are like the cigars my dad used to smoke. <laughs> I was thinking, well, they look like the ashtrays I put my cigars in. Uh, so Damn. they see one in their window, and that's when, like, a gust of wind enters the cockpit? Yeah. <laughs> and so does the shadow of a boom mic. <laughs> as the, uh, if you didn't notice, uh, in the top of the scene, as the light passes by, um, the the uh, shadow of the boom mic crosses the screen. It's, it's, You're not wrong. Yeah, it's 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 great. And like I said, there's one of the movie or one of the reasons why this movie's so endearing to me because as you saw, Ed Wood was just like, oh, we screwed up. Whatever, put it in the film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly how it went down. So at this point, now we're introduced to um, uh, a, a grave scene. Right. Yes. Like basically, uh, they're they're mourning Bella Lugosi as a character. Um, but they are mourning <laughs> Bella Lugosi <laughs> because for those of you who don't know, um, I just wanted to give you a little Bella Lugosi uh, backstory history here. Um, he's dead in this movie. <laughs> he is he is oh, long I, dead. Oh, I thought movie. you were letting people know he is now currently dead. He is? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, he was dead while this movie was being made. Um, originally, originally, it was like he know, uh, Ed Wood knew he was going to die yes. and pre-filmed the footage and was like, I'll just write something around what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's long <laughs> dead. And if you're also wondering and scratching your head, why is Bela Lugosi in this god-awful movie? It's because, and this is what my little history thing about him is, um, after doing Dracula, he thought he was the hottest thing in Hollywood and turned down a film role that ruined his career. 
He was offered Boris Karloff's part in Frankenstein and said, does the character speak? And they said, no. And he said, no, thank you. And then Boris Karloff became a huge star, and then Bela Lugosi became addicted to morphine. <laughs> it's cool, because if you go to any Monster Palooza, his son will just sign something for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> I, no, I just always think it's funny. You'll go to those and be like, yeah, I, um, I was his offspring. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Bela Lugosi on the street once. Want me to sign your shirt? <laughs> Um, so now uh, they they do they do the funeral and then the narrator it, it basically is like uh, doing this voiceover of like Bela Lugosi coming out of his house and he's like it's the sundown of his heart yeah. it's the it's the sundown on the his the only love. roses left <laughs> reminding him of the rosy cheeks of her. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and then like. Then it goes like uh, he left his house never to return, and then uh, gets hit by a car. Gets hit by a sound effect, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the film just freezes. Yes, and again, a cool little blunder here. Actually, as the car hits him, um, you can still see that he is very clearly standing on the other side of the street because his shadow is in the street, and the car just drives over his shadows. <laughs> and so now they show Vampira, right? Vampira. Vampira. <laughs> For the first time, right? Yeah. And, and, and they're like mourning his wife, right? And I'm like, that was his wife? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, robbing the cradle, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> grave <Ooh>. robbers. <laughs> grave robbing the cradle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, mean, good for him. <laughs> and so, what I don't understand is that, like, yes, that that was her, like, that was her image, that was her look, but and and I guess Wood wanted her in the film, but like, doesn't fit anything that's going on. No, and and, and apparently she was super adamant that she was going to be Vampira in the film. You see that she's credited as Vampira. Um, and actually asked for a non-speaking role. That was her big thing. It was like, I don't want to talk. Yeah, I wouldn't want anybody to like rip me off like 30 years from now. Yeah. Any, <laughs> I don't want some lady Ooh. with dark hair and big boobs to sit on a couch and take my whole shtick. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, we love you, Elvira. That's fine. I'll sue her in the 80s. <laughs> And um, so now Bela Lugosi's dead, and she's dead. And then um, I think we have a shot of this, too, is uh, the tiny crypt. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, god damn. <laughs> Literally everybody has to squat down to get into this tiny crypt. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> like, why did they build this? Like, one, why did they build this mausoleum at all, considering, like, this is the only scene it's in? Right? It's not like well, it's always in the background, but it's like it, they built it and then they were like, damn, why did we build this? Because there's a line in the thing. It's like, why was he buried in this but her on the ground? Ah, uh, family tradition. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thanks for that. Yes. Also, this shot is perfect because uh, I was really confused about the perspective of the building because of the shadow at the top of it. It looks like the roof is on crooked, but uh, it's just the shadow. It's odd. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just, one, they built it wrong, 
right? Like, it like, was originally for Wizard of Oz. <laughs> for this. Oh, sir. <laughs> for the Munchkin funeral. <laughs> That's right. These are the jokes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> the funeral guild. <laughs> the funeral guild. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch my breath. <laughs> but yeah, this mausoleum is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, I, I almost asked you to build one up here. <laughs> it's, it's like um, it's like Spinal Tap. They asked for a bigger one, but they wrote down all the measurements wrong. So this is what they got, and they're like, "Damn, we gotta work with it." <laughs> so I love also in this in this scene. Uh, this 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 lady that's coming out here, she's like, tell me why the wife was buried in the ground and he was buried in a crypt. And he's just like, I don't know, something to do with like superstition or something, maybe sexism. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just like, oh, oh okay, makes sense. Check this out. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, yeah. So anyway, like, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I think I left the stove on. <laughs> And those people are never seen again. Thank God. <laughs> uh, but not before seeing two dead bodies of the grave diggers. Yes. Oh, man, we forgot about the we grave did. diggers because those guys are cool. They're like, what was that? I don't know, but I don't want to see it again. All right, thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you for being here. <laughs> they're, they're the first people to get it right in a horror movie. Yeah, they're just like, oh, that was scary. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> But that guy died such a comfortable death, it appears. He's just like, this move? <sighs> Need my beauty rest. Um, also, how did this funeral progress throughout the entire thing without them seeing these bodies, the dead bodies in a grave two feet away from the mausoleum? They're because walking they were in, they're in like, the mausoleum doing the whole funeral. They just closed their eyes on their way in, like, don't see a dead body, don't see a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> they walked by, they're like, oh man, dead bodies, but we got a funeral to go to. We'll be back. <laughs> Do you see that ribless chick out there? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to see her again. I'm just going to not look over there. <laughs> yeah, she looks like, she looks like, that, like that Barbie doll like woman that like, took her ribs out. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. very interesting because like, I don't think she had surgery to do any of that. No, I like, think she used waist trainers and corsets, and it like really like, messed up her health. Her guts wow. were like all jacked up. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they see the bodies. They call the police. The police get into their car and take off, and then I guess it took them all night to get there <laughs> because they're speeding like in a daytime shot, and then they get there, and it's nighttime again. <laughs> right? But then the announcer goes, the, the police showed up almost immediately. <laughs> ah, well, that's typical police. It was a really bright patch of street. It was just, like, big <laughs> lights on it. Yeah. So um, then... Tor Johnson shows up. Yeah. Good old Tor Johnson. Professional wrestler Tor Johnson. Uh, well, he definitely wasn't professional linguist. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's um like Swedish or something like that. Uh, all I know is it was completely unintelligible. Metal examiner. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, he left. <laughs> yeah, um, you you don't want to go in there alone. I go in there alone. I'm so sleepy. 
I'm going to be honest, sir. I have no clue what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> right? Also, that one... Why did that one police officer look like Adam Devine? <laughs> <laughs> no, these, these, those two police officers remind me of the police officers in um, uh, Halloween 4. Or is it Halloween 4 or 5? Five? 5. 5. They're like doofus ones that every time they show up, the music's like... Yeah, they're like Bulk and Skull from Power Rangers. Yeah, like, I remember like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and so now Tor Johnson... He, mumbles at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, he leaves, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is when, like, a, a spaceship, like, once again, another light just blows everyone down. Yeah, and then there's that couple in front of the German expressionist film uh, picket fence in their backyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fence. We got, I got the fence. Check this out. What is wrong with this fence? <laughs> what? <laughs> It was left over from the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. They were like, yeah, German Expressionism, they'll get it. I would like my fence to be made out of weeping willow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what kind of choice that was. (laughs) Do you have fence made out of (laughs) cornfields? What? I mean, guys. (laughs) Tor, make fence. (laughs) Uh, It is embarrassingly poor, uh, like, Poorly made. The thing for me, though, is that what just cracks me up is, like, it's all a uniform height. So, yeah. did they just buy really bad lumber? Like, it's just like, yeah, this lumber sat out in the sun for uh, 17 years and in the water, and uh, you guys can have it for free. We don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. The wicker furniture is cool. What's that? <laughs> I like the wicker furniture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, now... They they have a dialogue being like, um, yeah. So, I the government told me not to talk about this, <laughs> so I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah, the government said no, but uh, yeah, I saw a UFO. It was scary. <laughs> <laughs> government told me and the 30 people on the flight not to tell anyone about this. Um, yeah, they didn't make us sign anything though, so you know, <laughs> here it is. Yeah. So now. Uh, they they also get the like the blast. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. This movie loves very loud sound effects. <laughs> yes. No, it's super loud, <laughs> right? And and then uh, there's a there's a <laughs> there's an intern backstage with a flashlight just going <laughs> across and it kills everyone. That's how they did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, like, it doesn't knock down Tor. Right? No, he's too big. But. <laughs> I guess he sees Vampira? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And dies. <laughs> <laughs> that is scary. Where's her waist? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's such a juxtaposition between small her and just like big barrel. <laughs> well, she sucked every life force out of him in order to survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stunning. <laughs> and, and then he's dead. Right? Thank and then, God we don't have to hear him talk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then almost immediately, they're like, I guess we got to throw together an impromptu funeral. Thank God this hole was dug earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, like, immediately, they're doing a funeral for him. Yeah. Right? So, I, I'm, just, I'm just awfully confused. As, like, the, I don't know if it's, it's him being like, I, I didn't have enough time or footage or editing problem, but, like, literally, there's so much over explanation and and expository dialogue for things that are pointless 
But then things like this is like, nah, just get right to it. Just go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will explain how we're going to blow the sun up. But anyway, just chuck him in that hole in the ground. It'll be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, at this point now, um, the, the movie continues on. Yes, it does. Well, help me out here. <laughs> <laughs> That's typically how it goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have the timeline, though. So. No, I don't. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just accidentally deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody could get me the iPad out of the lobby, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I've been struggling for five minutes. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> I literally have a timeline written down of notes, and then I guess my hand hit it, and I totally deleted everything. <laughs> so I'm just going off a memory of what we all saw here. So anyway, in the meantime, uh, Avengers <laughs> Endgame spoiler talk. <laughs> Welcome to Bombs Away. <laughs> um, no, we, we can go on. So now uh, we are introduced to our aliens. Yes. Right? And weird-looking they are. They are, like, from a medieval times? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can film today, but I have a shift at 6 p.m. <laughs> yes. I'm the night that loses. <laughs> right? Now, this, um, they're, like, overly uh, effeminate, <laughs> like... Medieval times workers. Yeah, and um, behind a pipe and drape set. Uh, but yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> it's just drape. It's curtains and antique furniture. So I don't know. <laughs> they got woodworking on their planet because someone's making those. Um, the the our our uh, like leader of the aliens is like literally wearing like a knight costume. Like it has like a halberd on the center of it. <laughs> Everyone else has lightning bolts, and he has a halberd. So it's a it's an odd. Dick Cheney made an odd wardrobe <laughs> choice there. <laughs> and and so he 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 basically says that you've been introduced to Plan Nine. Yeah. Right? And Plan Nine is basically the aliens' plan to resurrect the dead. Yes. Right. In order to warn. The the um, the human race that they're about to mess up hard. Yeah, um, they have to get all the Infinity Stones and wipe out <laughs> all of Earth to save the rest of the universe. <laughs> yeah, one would hope, but that's not actually how that goes down. Yeah, um, yeah. So so basically, uh, what's what's explained to us in a later scene, but we can get into it now, is that there is a device called the Solonite. Solonite, right? Yeah, and um, the Solonite will one day. Uh, humans will create it. Of course, they've already created it. Yeah, right? they've already got it. They're like, one day you guys will figure it out and you'll blow us up. But don't worry, it's safe with us. These aliens that came and attacked your planet, <laughs> yeah. uh, we're sure not going to just blow your son up. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Solonite is a device in which um, uh, basically it would take power from the sun. Yes. And then. I, I guess blow the earth up. <laughs> well, yeah, they they explain it as like, and this is this plays into totally into uh, like um, post World War II paranoia about um, nuclear war and everything like that. And Ed Wood was very anti-war, which is like this movie's really progressive at the end, as you see, where he just talks about, you know, why is it okay for you guys to kill a bunch of people to prevent something and we can't? Um, which is like, whoa, goddamn, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, 
yeah, this plays into the paranoia that came, you know, post-World War II, throughout the 50s and the 60s, of um, just being scared of what we could do now. And they explain, like, we figured out how to just blow water up. So, I mean, it's a logical conclusion that we could just blow light up, I guess. Just yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, I, what, what I find is interesting about uh, this, this thing is that, like, when he explains it to them later, there's never a time when he's like, well, here's the, like, the positive side of it. Here's what, like, you could, um, you could, you know, do with it. Here's what you could learn from it. Like, we already learned it, and, and, and we're not, yeah. you know, we're not war-bearing people like you are. Yeah. Like, but instead, he's just like, y'all are stupid, and you're just going <laughs> to blow us up. <laughs> right? I mean, but maybe he looked back, you know, ten years and kind of saw we just do typically just blow people. So <laughs> okay, yeah, touche. Um, he he goes on to uh, to basically say, "Execute your plan." You got you got three spaceships to do it. Yeah, and then they go uh, and just show up on Earth and just start flying around. Yeah, like there's no there's no like let's do it in the in the in, you know surprise. There's no let's raise the dead and 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 have them kind of be the first wave of this. No, no, no. They're <laughs> just like just show up on their front door. They'll let you in. <laughs> they have to. <laughs> but w- what we learn later is that like they've been sending the messages for a while, even knowing that they got them because they're like, uh, yeah, pretty sure that you uh, you kind of found the uh, translating device, or you made it. So yeah, way um, to leave us on red, assholes. <laughs> 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 no, um, my fa- I love the scene when, uh, when it's like the paranoia of the, f- the saucers flying over Hollywood and that newspaper keeps showing up, and it's the same newspaper each time. You mean you mean where the guy sees, sees the spaceships in the air and has, like, alcohol, and is just like, um, I'm done with this. <laughs> I like when, uh, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know why they didn't get, like, farther out shots of Hollywood, but there's just that, um, that UFO that flies really close to the CBS headquarters, and it just makes me think, like, if it would have crashed into it, we never would have gotten Big Bang Theory, so, you know? <laughs> Thanks, Ed Wood. <laughs> um, and now the military shows up with a bunch of stock footage. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, the man stands in front of a uh, like a white curtain that's supposed to <laughs> represent the military, I guess. <laughs> and um, they're, they're they're shooting them. There's explosions in the sky. <laughs> Look, Zero, they're celebrating us. <laughs> 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 they're not celebrating. They're shooting. <laughs> I don't know why Jack Skellington sounds like Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with these shooters? <laughs> Um, they fire every single thing we have in the United States artillery, apparently, and don't hit it once. And then that's after firing everything, that's when the general's like, ah, it's not working. <laughs> Better look away from my binoculars now. And then, and then him and, and like, uh, you know, a Just soldier. Just some grunt. Yeah. It's straight up like, yeah, sir, we didn't hit him, and we didn't get him. And he goes, yeah, that's okay, because we're supposed to deny this anyway. Yeah. What's your name? Uh, Private Smith, I've, I've been on for one day. Yeah, anyway, here's some classified information. We've known about these UFOs forever. <laughs> you better shut up about that. <laughs> and he just immediately was like, shut up about what? <laughs> I didn't see nothing. That's that. Neither did the millions of people over L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Ah, Disneyland must be launching their fireworks early today. <laughs> this is new nighttime spectacular. <laughs> 
Um, this movie is very uh, weird about the way that um, confidential information operates. It's like the later on that guy's given that confidential file is like, yeah, read over that on the plane in front of everyone. <laughs> it's just, it's cool. <laughs> Don't mention the Russia stuff. <laughs> That's redacted. <laughs> um, so. Um, yeah, and, and then so they they hit they don't hit them, and then the the aliens they go away. There's like you know what if you guys don't want us, fine. <laughs> Just yeah. like saunter off. <laughs> and we got visited by the alcoholic planet apparently because <laughs> those guys cannot fly <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> and 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 then at this point, Tor rises from the grave. Uh, he tries to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a clip in Ed Wood where he's trying to get out and like a bunch of cast members have to come and help him out. But no, he genuinely could not get out of what he was climbing out of. He falls twice and then the scene cuts and then it just cuts and he's like, ah, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and so now he's walking around and the initial alien plan didn't work. So now the leader of the aliens is like, hey, um, I'm going to take two ships from you because yeah. I need them. Uh, downsizing. <laughs> Budget right? cuts. And then he's like, I want you to send uh, Bella Lugosi uh, zombie after the woman. Yeah, try and get <laughs> right? But that's not really the plan. He's like, I want him to invade a house. And I want him to scare a girl. And then I would like you to disintegrate him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's really weird. And she's... She's laying. It, it, they're flying a plane in again. The day and night thing is just insane in this. The guy is so distracted flying a plane full of people, which is upsetting too. She's just like, oh, man. No, he just he just sits <laughs> there. Yeah, he's, he's just like, and his friends, his his co-pilot's basically like, yeah, you gonna fly this thing or not? Because uh, I'm doing all the work here. <laughs> um, but he's like, you should call your wife just to make sure she's okay. He's like, oh, yeah. So it's very clearly daytime, right? They're saying call wait, her right wait, now. Wait, hold on. Uh-oh. We missed we missed pillow talk. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Before this, they have an entire scene where they're like, "I'm worried about the graveyard. I'm worried about the aliens." And she's like, "It's okay. I have your pillow to keep me company." Right? And then <laughs> continues to go. Sometimes in the night, I reach over and I touch it. <laughs> anyway, if I get too lonely, I heard the tinglers playing down the street. I'm like, you go check that out. <laughs> and he just goes, crazy girl. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, pillow husband. She's got like one of those man pillows with the arm. <laughs> <laughs> she also makes a, a comment that, like, two comments she makes that I just, I don't know if it's just her delivery or what, but they just sound so innuendo filled. She's like, I'll make sure I lock the back door. And then he's like, oh, and then she's like, I'll make sure I lock the side door. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting what you're doing, <laughs> I'm not, sweetheart. I'm not, fu- it's my hair. <laughs> uh, does this mean you're going to, does this mean you're going to push the beds together tonight? <laughs> yeah. um, which she very clearly does not lock the side door because Bella Lugosi just saunters into her home. <laughs> you mean you mean Ed Wood's wife's chiropractor? Yes, yes, yeah. Because <laughs> at yeah. this point, that's, that's who it is. is. Yeah. yeah, Way taller, can't show his face. Blah, blah, blah. Right? Yeah, there is a scene where Bella Lugosi's in full Dracula getup. Like, he has the medallion and everything. Yeah, yeah, because he kept the costume after the film. <laughs> and then Ed Wood just told him, show up in that. It'll make sense. 
We're going to just have you stand in front of one tombstone in a tree and just throw your robe around while you just, like, twirl there and do theatrics. Thanks for the shots. You can die now. (laughs) Yeah. And so now... The, the, there's there's an investigation going on in the graveyard. There is uh, the, the Lugosi uh, terrorizing this woman. Yeah, who he slowly walks into her bed. He's like, <laughs> he stands there at the edge of the bed, like pondering, like, am I going to climb over this? Nah, she'll just walk around it towards me. So she runs out into the graveyard, then runs out on the side of the road, and then just some cowboy shows up and just picks her up and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Score! Hey, free woman! <laughs> I'm not sleeping with the horses tonight. <laughs> I heard the groans. <laughs> and, and so now <laughs> the... The alien race has basically been like, you You failed, uh, I want you to terminate the the old man. Yeah, he's like, the old man's no use to us, he just wants morphine, get him out of here. <laughs> and, and so he's like, I want you to disintegrate the old man and prove to the humans that we're real. Which I'm like, we know. Yeah, but it's also to prove to the, it's, it's like, I don't know, it's like the kind only... Kind of prove their power. Yeah, it's the only smart part of the movie, because they're like make the humans think that they can actually hurt us when they can't. Because, like, you see, he gets shot a bunch of times and then they disintegrate him. So it's like, you know? Okay. I thought (laughs) thought it was to prove that, like, we can turn you into a science class skeleton. (laughs) 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 No one in this movie's ever seen a skeleton before either. They're all like, ah! (laughs) I've never seen that! (laughs) Where did that come from? (laughs) It's in you! Ah! (laughs) It's inside me right now. <laughs> Get it out of me. Get it out. <laughs> I want to be a jelly man. <laughs> so, um, yes, Bella Lugosi shows up uh, to their house uh, and and basically just slow they, walks to them. And they all they all watch as he murders a man. <laughs> they, they all just sit there and it's like reaction shots on all of them as they watch as this vampire stalks this police officer and they're like, ah, whatever, we don't really like him anyways. He He's new to the force. Chops him. Yeah. He just, he, like, but karate chops him being, but being like, I still can't show my face. Well, no, he karate chops him and then his cloak falls down and then he's like, <laughs> like pops the collar back up and he's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Ruining my image, God. I wish I had a clip of it though, but one of my another one of my favorite moments is when when Bella Lugosi starts coming towards him and they're in the backyard, one of the dudes straight up just like shoves one of the wicker chairs like with full force across it and it just slides for it's like, like out of the scene. Um, everyone in this movie does not know how to use a gun. <laughs> there was you a mean the of- detective who's just like yeah, 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 I'm going to put this up to my chin. I'm going to dangle it around. Yeah, guys, anyway, we got to find the people here. Tyler's miming. For those at home, Tyler's miming a gun in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, it is scary. Everyone in this gun, or in this, in this gun, <laughs> everyone in this movie has their finger on the trigger the entire time while they're, like, talking to each other. It's like, yeah, anyway, you know, just, just like. So, piece of trivia, the oh. detective... Of, uh, that was like basically holding the gun up to it, like you know, like pointing it in his face and all around. Literally was doing that to test Ed Wood to see if he'd be like, "Cut! What are you doing?" Oh, right. <laughs> so he's just sabotaging the movie. Yes. Wow, he's he just being, made himself look like an idiot in the process. The, he's being that guy. Oh right? God! <laughs> yes, 
being like, I'm going to show him. No. <laughs> no. You, look, you looked bad. Yeah, is what you just looked. They're willing to shoot anyone at any time <laughs> and talk with their guns at each other. <laughs> Sir, if you were still alive, you would know that we're praising Ed Wood. We're making fun of you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Bela Lugosi becomes skeleton-fied. It just, like, it, he falls to the ground, and then it's that's the reveal. Just... Ah! <laughs> it's just... Brum, brum, brum. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the graveyard. <laughs> yeah. Um, no big deal. There's a skeleton on the porch. I also like how the aliens, uh, they control the zombies with... Electrode guns is what they call them. Yeah, <laughs> but it's definitely not Buck Rogers like metal toy guns from the toy store that they're yeah, their hands. right. But I just I, I I don't understand the physics of the gun because apparently oh I understand the sound effects though yeah. <laughs> but if you if you drop the gun, it just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> So oh, I'm, not, man. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how that works. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> also, how does an electro gun jam? <laughs> There's nothing to jam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got one of the bullet casings in it again. Oh, we wired it for AC, not DC. Damn. <laughs> Shocked myself. Uh, yeah, they, they control them that way, but it seems like they can also control them by, like, devices in their spaceship and yeah. things like that. So, like, the electro gun thing just goes out the window. Yeah, after they don't work, they're like, well, these don't work, whatever. We're <laughs> <laughs> in the trash where they belong. <laughs> and so now, like, all our main characters, humans-wise, have, like, convened at the graveyard, and they're, they basically have a thing where it's like, uh, yeah, the female stays here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, straight up weird moment. <laughs> what was the line where they're just like modern women? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, man. they want to be protected now. Which is, <laughs> I don't. I that line is just baffles me because if you know anything about Ed Wood, he was he was very interested in in women. Um, he he he, as you saw in the clip. Um, Constantly cross-dressed, he was very into. He made Glenn or Glenda before this, right? Yes, and Glenn or Glenda is like his like magnum opus story of how he personally felt. And like, uh, God, fifties people are stupid because so holy <laughs> shit, is it on the surface in that movie? And it was like, it's like this guy looks like us like a girl. Weird. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> hey, yeah. we're a church. We'd like to fund your movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so it, it goes on though because like they double down in the scene of being like you know mm, modern women, and then uh, they're like, you stay in the car right, yeah. with the police officer, and she goes. I guess I don't like it, but I really don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we like it. Yeah. <laughs> on, on, we're going to go do the man stuff. She said the right thing. Let's go. <laughs> and so they, they, they find the spaceship, which has, like, a weird ladder for some reason. It's on a fire a escape. <laughs> <laughs> they don't use it, though, because they just burn alive. <laughs> well, the, the shape of the spaceship doesn't make any sense in comparison to the saucers that we've seen. <laughs> it's just a big square in the middle of this, like, graveyard. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like four walls, or it's like, it's like two sets of walls to make a right angle. It looks like a battleship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they... Yeah, and I don't like that, that They ladder. let them... The what? That ladder is just so confusing to me. <laughs> they let them in, 
And then they explain the whole sol solenite thing, yeah. right? And then the alien woman freaks out and then proceeds to <laughs> like like get hit by the alien male and then another completely sexist really line doubling down again <laughs> on tripling. This, like, it's like on our planets, women don't speak, damn it. <laughs> it's just like, God. They're supposed to procreate the race is what he actually says. Yes, yes. On our planet, where we're much more advanced, women still have no role in, in the military. Shut up. <laughs> it's like, God damn. <laughs> Glad to see the 1950s sensibilities followed it across the galaxy. You're lucky I'll let you drive the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Women spaceship drivers, am I right? <laughs> That's why it was on fire. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and so, so they they have a fight, and then my favorite is how like he he's just arrogant and pompous uh, when when basically uh, uh, Brock Meat Meat Hunk <laughs> is like. When we get the Solonite, you know, then we'll be the strongest country in the in the galaxy. And why why would that be a problem? And he straight up just flips out on him. He's just like, "You're stupid. You're so stupid. 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 You idiot. You <laughs> asshole." And then and then Brock Meathead's like, "I don't have to take this shit." <laughs> <laughs> Nobody calls me stupid. He's like. You b oh, by the way, the kid's gone. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. I saw her leave, so I can say a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it all out. Shit! Fuck. Damn it! God! Yes! <laughs> um, no, so uh, that alien is They're just like, we'll like, just listen when we get home. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just not for me. Them and my mom are the fan page. Like, it's just not for me fan page. Um <laughs> The n the bombs away not for me fan page yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, for ten year olds and Tyler's mom and my mom <laughs> yeah um, no but uh, it's so that whole scene is so funny because again this movie has some nuance to it uh, and it's just always like thrown away as the worst movie ever made but there's just some stuff to it that's just like that was completely intentional it's hilarious he's like you brutish earthlings all you know how to do is blow things up and fight shut up. <laughs> No one talks about us like that. <laughs> Nobody throws nuance around in this film. <laughs> I don't like the smart stuff. <laughs> you touch a machine, I'll shoot you. <laughs> yeah, right. It just blows up the machine. Doesn't know what it is. Doesn't do anything either. Apparently it's bulletproof. <laughs> yeah. um, and then they just get into a fight. Well, they're holding this this scene right here, this whole um, him holding the woman. They're showing him. They're like, look, I got this girl hostage, and uh, if I wanted to... They could do stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to. But, but I could. But Tor Johnson's not going to do jack shit. He's just going to stand there still for some reason for ten minutes in the... In out of breath. <sighs> Hope no one hits me with a little stick. <laughs> oh, no, hey, hey, stick. That's what he really said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Those two cops, the doof, do, <laughs> Detective Doofy, um, he... It's like, I don't know why the, fir the first thing that comes to mind is like, ah, oh, man, they're bulletproof. Probably not stick-proof, though, right? <laughs> Proceeds to smack him in the back of the with a stick of bamboo that they found. And then, and then the alien's like, yeah, because uh, the machine's off. Yeah, it's totally off. Yeah. I can get, I, if I wanted him to stand back up, he could stand back up. I know he could. <laughs> and it's just like, thwack. It <laughs> just like drops that girl five feet to the ground. She's like, "I'm fine, really. I'm I'm good. You guys go get the others. Yeah. It's cool." <laughs> uh, so they have a fight, 
right? Because uh, uh, I, don't, I don't quite, who, anybody remember what causes the fight? Like, it's just, like, there's a struggle or something. Somebody comes in or something. The two cops do. Yes, that's right. Thank you. So, You're yeah. And then, and then they have a fight and catches the, the ship on fire. But the detective, during the fight, is just standing at the door watching. Yeah. <laughs> and then goes, better get out of here. There's a fire. <laughs> Ah, uh, you seen the rock fire? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 that's a fire. You guys should leave. <laughs> <laughs> so they run out, right? Not really. No. <laughs> they all leave, and, and Brock Hunkbeef stands there for a long time in the fire. <laughs> it's just, it's like, he's like taunting the guy that he's very clearly defeated. Yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I should probably leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to make that solenite. It's on him. <laughs> America. <laughs> We're going to blow the sun up if we want to. <laughs> right. um, they proceed to leave. And then the ship just, just is like, yeah, we, we don't worry about putting out the fire. We'll just fly away. It'll be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Through the sky. That ship blows up. And then the, the woman, um, you know, the wife goes, yeah, did anybody catch that, like, uh, that female zombie? And they're like, yeah, we'll get her. <laughs> End of movie. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they show they show Plan Ten. Tor, Tor Johnson on the ground. They they reveal oh, yeah, the again. Skeleton. Ah! skeleton again. I don't know. It's like the second one you've seen today. And they're like, what about that female one? Nah, probably a skeleton too. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that waste? The wind probably blew her over. We're good. <laughs> and then. It, it has Chris Field again, and... Will anyone ever believe it? <laughs> Did it really ever happen? <laughs> anyway, here's the credits. Thank you. <laughs> we don't validate parking. <laughs> and, and, and that's the movie. Yeah. So, um, we, were, we were talking about this uh, while the movie was running, but um, I, it opens a lot of anomalies that I think are great. It's just like the aliens basically told us about a device that could destroy the universe that we were probably so far off from figuring out, but they're like, hey, here you go. If you want to do it, here's the knowledge. <laughs> oh, damn. It's fine. I told Prick Mekon. <laughs> he was too dumb. <laughs> He's just a choir boy. I think they called it the solar... Uh, I don't know. I think it was a solar panel. Yeah, that's what it was. Put it on your house. And that's how we got solar panels. Guys. Whoa! And that man was Elon Musk. <laughs> we'll get back and then we'll shoot a Tesla into space. <laughs> I can save some miners if you like. <laughs> and so, oh, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what we do on the show to wrap it up is uh, there's, a couple, there's a couple things that we do. One is that... Uh, Everybody's familiar with the series of Jaws movies, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just you guys have seen them? The shark, you know? Michael Caine. Oh, that's the theme song? Oh, no, no. It's like this. Jaws, it's a shark. <laughs> Watch out. That's very, yeah, very 70s disco. I like it. <laughs> Jaws. <laughs> Master of the ocean. <laughs> Um, so, if, if if you are familiar with the Jaws series at all, is like you have Jaws one, which is 
great, and then they just kind of decline in quality until you get Jaws the Really quickly. Right? <laughs> so this is how we, we score our movies. So, Tyler, what would you give? Jaws 1. Jaws 1? <laughs> it's a masterpiece? Yeah. I love this movie so much. <laughs> I mean, but you're being like, you're taking that seriously? Oh, dead serious. Is? Dead serious. I love this movie. Okay. And, 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 and again, if you put this up against a lot of Ed Wood's other stuff, it makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> after this, his career was a roller coaster of, of film because he went on to make 1960s equivalent of softcore porn. Um, that's what he just started making after that. I think his next movie is called like Orgy of Blood or something like that. Orgy of the Dead. Orgy of the Dead. There we go. And there, there is just. I mean, because that's where I want my orgies. <laughs> Let me tell you. Hey, hey. <laughs> Got to get them before the maggots do. Um, so is the. <laughs> there's um, in that film. There's scenes upon scenes upon scenes of just women twirling their breasts, and that's all the movie is really. So this is a masterpiece compared to. What he did later. Awesome. I would say Jaws 3. Ah. Yeah. Is that the one at the, like, SeaWorld? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. With Leah Thompson. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's Howard the Duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's how we thought about it, but there's still some people that we haven't heard from, right? Yeah. There's a, something that we like to do on the show is um, Tyler's fiance is in the audience. So we like to get her opinion because usually at home when they're watching a film together, she is around. <laughs> it's like uh, inevitable. So we like it's very to, unfortunate. <laughs> we li- we like seen to, so many bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we like to get an opinion from her. So Carly, what did you think? If I could give this a Jaws seven, I oh. would. Well, that's known as Cruel Jaws. Okay. Jaws 5, a.k.a. Cruel Jaws, is yes. an Italian Jaws film, so that's what we go for. I just feel like Vampira was just in this movie. Like, did she film all, like, every scene she was in just at the same time? Just like, yeah, ooh. I, oh, I, that, that reminds me. I like, I like the part where they're having the funeral, and she's just off to the side watching. <laughs> just, yeah. just Why like in a tree. It's a, it's, it's ghost cuck wife. She likes to watch. <laughs> 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 there was no script in this movie. Did they just show up and they were just like, whatever you want to say, just just say it. Like uh, the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> what were they saying? Every time they were talking, I was like, did I just have a stroke? What do they just say? I don't nothing made sense. Awesome. Nothing made sense. <laughs> that's that's accurate. So uh ladies and gentlemen, that's what Carly thought. Um, <laughs> but we want to go out to the audience. Does anybody have any questions? Oh, anything that we haven't uh, brought up yet? Anybody? Anything that you want us to address? Oh, someone. Ah, there. we got one. Uh, oh, I, I, Jonathan typically does this part. I forgot. You, your name? Your name? Yeah. Who you would cast as? Oh, oh, God. As, as, the, as the leader of the aliens. Yeah, who would you cast as the leader of the aliens? Probably cliche, but Nick Cage. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Nick Cage is... What plan is this? <laughs> the guy won best actor. Right? I, mean, I think he could handle it. What happened to the first eight plans? <laughs> 
The first plans to get the Declaration of Independence. Well, there are two things of note, but uh, one I think that's very important is what do you think the actual plan, like what was the goal? Because they're flying over Hollywood, they're printed in the paper, they're sending out their old man to be disintegrated so they can warn us of the solar benite bomb but then they're complaining about like how they don't want to be seen and they're asking if they have been seen and they have to eliminate the people because they can't be aware of the aliens existence but then they're complaining that, that the government is denying their existence so what is the, is the end goal what are they try, are they trying to be seen or not to confuse you sir That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, subtlety is not their uh, their forte. There, it's like non-sauce. It's cool. <laughs> well, what it seems is that the reason why it's called Plan Nine for Matter Space is because just like you described, it's the first eight plans all in one. <laughs> yeah. Plan one: fly over Hollywood. Check. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Plan ten: go home, microwave some macaroni. Also, <laughs> like you're not gonna you're not gonna resurrect more than three people. Like, it's really hard. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they were like, you know what? Yeah, but he's old. Screw that guy. Get yeah. rid of him. Disintegrate him. We hate those old people. Why did you choose the old guy of the hot chick? <laughs> Uh, we wanted a husband and wife team. We didn't feel that they should be broken apart. Aww. <laughs> this is how sweet. Well, I mean, the, the sundown was going on his heart, so we really needed it. <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody anybody else? Anybody got some questions? Oh, right here. Go for it. All right. Your name? Uh, Joe. Joe. All right. And uh, Joe? Who? Who? Oh, man, I don't Just know. Just keep doing it. Who would you cast? Who would you okay. cast as the main alien? Main alien. Well, they already said Nick Cage, so. Hmm. Wait, the head alien or like the other guy? The medieval like, one, or and oh. or the the one that really feels like the leader. You know, because he has oh. more lines and everything. Yeah. Any of the aliens, go Just, for it. Off the top of my head, I'm really thinking. I don't know, Josh Brolin, only because to say those uh, those silly lines is like really serious. You're so stupid. You're stupid. I don't know. <laughs> you can do it in the Thanos voice with like the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right, any question? Oh, yeah. Um, this is just more in general for the podcast, and I don't think I'm going to be able to ask this again, so I figure I might as well. You guys talk about, a lot about Clint Howard on the show. <laughs> yes! What is the likelihood that he would ever be on here? Like, ballpark, what do you think the odds are? None, because he probably hates us. <laughs> Mom, they, <laughs> they asked me to be on the show. Should I come on the show? <laughs> they talked about me in the live show. <laughs> I have fans. They asked about me on the show. They want me there. Mom, can I go? You know what? We will try. We'll, we'll, we'll do a live show of Ice Cream Man, and we'll get him to come out and uh, be up there with us. So for those who are unfamiliar, we have this ongoing joke in which we believe that uh, Clint Howard is just, like, D- given favors by his brother Ron, and like Lee is so absolutely proud that he like has to run and tell his mom, and like his mom actually gives him permission to be in the films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we because uh, if you didn't know, uh, Clint Howard is in like every single Ron Howard movie for some reason. He always has a part because so. his mom's like, "You put him in the film." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yes, Ron Howard or Clint Howard, maybe. 
it'll happen. <laughs> uh, anyone else? I'm anyone? just over here being like, somebody listens to the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just Carly. <laughs> anyone else? Any other questions? Any other questions? No? All right. Oh, okay. there's one. Oh, Hold oh. on. They just keep coming. All right. Same thing. You know, you got the, you get the deal. Your name. You can cast anybody in any role. It's any role. Yeah, there you go. My name's Mary, and I think it would be interesting if, like, the meathead character was, like, a Ryan Reynolds type. Ooh. <laughs> that is good. You know, they did try to remake this movie a few years ago, and it, like, never got off its feet. Oh, did it come out? It's called Plan Pikachu. <laughs> Detective Nine. <laughs> All right, in your question. Okay, so if the budget was $60,000, but in that time, wouldn't that be, like, $3 million? Ooh. And how much did they pay, uh, like, Vampire? Was this a pro bono? Ma'am, I'm not pro a math... Pro boner. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was so lame. I'm, I'm, not a math, I'm not a mathologist. I don't know these things. <laughs> I don't know inflation. But I, uh, We should have checked on that. But that, yes, yeah, $65,000 uh, in 59 was a ton of money. Um, but I, I don't know. It probably... A lot of it uh, probably did go to paying for Vampira. Um for paying to pretend that Bela Lugosi's in the film. Um, for the, uh, the black scrims behind all the vehicles. Yes, yes. Uh, to pay to park the vehicle in uh, Pee-wee's bike garage. <laughs> so just 500000 Oh, so it's still pretty low. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, still, it it's, so low, it's right? like a Netflix film now. <laughs> yeah, then... Yeah, I don't know. I didn't catch Bela that. Bela took all the money to buy morphine with it or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. She was saying that it doesn't make much sense because it seems like it would be so much cheaper to buy a house than to fund a movie. But, yeah, I don't know. He just squandered it, apparently. Well, some people have priorities. <laughs> I would rather make this movie. Yeah. All right, cool. We're all and living in Tor Johnson's house, <laughs> which is the house that they filmed Bella in front of. So. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, anything else? Or hold your peace. Oh, more. Oh, my God. Nice. All right, we're going to take one more. Ian McKellen. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I don't have an Ian McKellen impression. I'm sorry. I don't oh, and Governor. There you go. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What? Is he English? No. Oh, I was thinking of Patrick Stewart. <laughs> but still, like it's not the Cockney. Yes. Doctor Ian Malcolm. Yes. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, uh, That's the force. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question. Not so much a question as much as um, I think it's very important to note that the very advanced civilization shows up in a bulletproof, rocket-proof UFO and then ends up getting destroyed. Fully engulfed the leader rips off a piece of the communication device and the whole thing just catches fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bulletproof. It's almost like uh, most aliens in every film are subdued by some stupid thing from Earth, like uh, the common cold or water that's sitting all over your house for some reason because Abigail Breslin won't drink it. Um, <laughs> just most things. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Nice. 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 Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for Thank your you. questions and comments. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's one last thing that we have to do. We've heard from you. We've heard from Carly. You've heard from us. But 
The internet's a weird place. <laughs> now we gotta hear from some people who now we gotta hear from some people who had a completely different opinion of how this movie should go down. These people are five and ten star reviews pulled from Amazon or IMDB. Okay? <laughs> so these people, we ask, can you give me five? This first one is from Dancer15, written in 1999, um, titled Let's break a spear for it. What? I don't know. Meanwhile, Tyler finds these. I've never read these before. <laughs> I'm going to experience them like you guys do. So let's break a spear for it. I will focus my comments on the meaning of a film and the passion of Ed Wood. Many people classify Plan 9 as the worst slash best film ever made. Perhaps any of them had a good reason to think so, but if there is someone to whom this film gave anything, then this film has the reason to be made. I am... <laughs> what? <laughs> this Tor Johnson wrote this. <laughs> I believe that Ed Wood was great because no resources... Uh, because with no resources and a lot of work, he made his dream real, to make films, following his passion. Many of us spend our life only dreaming of it. Instead, he did it. Perhaps he hadn't talent, but as others said here, his result is equal to many other more budgeted films. When I see Plan 9, I laugh, and this isn't what Ed wanted. <laughs> I'm sorry Ed. I like any kind of demental film and I think it's one not to lose <laughs> 10 stars I wrote that in it when I was 6 years old on IMDb <laughs> don't laugh at it don't laugh <laughs> I too am an asshole for laughing so we have one more uh, this one is a doozy okay I would say uh, let's, let, let's so just, it's let's, it's lengthy. Uh, so so pardon pardon this, but it's yeah. is it worth it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the ending is a wild ride. <laughs> Holy shit! The title. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's written by Majestic Meteor in August 2010, titled "I'd Do Her." <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Of course, this drivel is a 10, and anybody that says it's not shall turn into a skeleton in an instant. <laughs> that being said, I must admit that this is the most hokey film that I love to love simply for the audacity of its poor quality mostly throughout. Its hollowed lower rank status among the forerunners of Hollywood alien slash atomic cafe clunkers is legend. Here, you have at one hand some... Some somewhat solid scenes delivering into the tried and true, quote, yes, we were military, no, there are flying saucers, but it's unwise to panic the populace, quote, scenes. God, this is a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm telling you, just wait till that end. And at approximately 43 minutes and 10 seconds, there's mention of the human to alien language translation computer. And I'm wondering if that's one of the first mentions of computer in cinema. Wow, amazing. <laughs> they said the word. <laughs> one dendero, one dendero. <laughs> Just like I'm typing right here in this review. <laughs> Regardless, later on, the humans and aliens are talking a blue streak of script, and nary an earpiece is evident for the translation. 
God, people are so full of themselves online. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to say not. Uh, Mary. Cool, 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 cool. Mary. I don't even want to go there when it comes to the freaky small waist of the vampire freak woman. But <laughs> let's just say I'd do her. <laughs> yeah, that's the title. <laughs> wait, wait. No, I got to finish this sentence. You guys laughed too fast. Yeah, just get ready. Buckle up. But let's just say... I'd do her if the airline pilot's wife wasn't available. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, we're just climbing the hill of that roller coaster. (laughs) And that's another thing. In that, the airline pilot's wife apparently plays both his wife and also an alien on board a flying saucer. And also an alien... uh, And what an alien she is. Darn, she's got thighs and a butt that won't stop. <laughs> it's like the roller coaster scr- scene from Fear. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait. Um, Here comes the loop. And of course, a 50, 50s era brazier that's pointing those knockers at attention. Sadly, there's only a bit of woman barefoot action in this flick. <laughs> Did Tarantino write this? If only Uma's feet were in the film. We're almost there, guys. Sadly, there's only a bit of woman barefoot action in this flick. How much is out there in the world? Oh, have you seen From Dusk Till Dawn? Yes. (laughs) I could... It could have lasted longer, but of course the scene lost continuity and her bare feet were suddenly covered up again, even though she was asleep and not shifting in bed. Darn you, Mr. Ed Wood. Sincere... (laughs) <laughs> Sincerely, Chauncey Sonny Erlington III. <laughs> My favorite review that we've ever done on this show. Signing off, the foot fetish film reviewer. <laughs> ten toes out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you've had a good time tonight, let me hear you make some noise. Woo! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You can find us online at Bombs Away Show. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Please take a listen on your favorite podcast app. We'll be out in the lobby and we can talk to you all about this film as we go. We do have to clear out this theater because another film is starting at 11. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Join us for Running Man, April 24th. I mean, May 24th. (laughs) Back in time. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you then. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you, guys. Been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.